The category of retail stores, though it is somewhat condensed and niche, it is still somewhat a broad category. Because of all the retail stores, there are certain different categories of retail stores. There's uh, consumable retail, which would be like your grocery stores, your feed stores, your pet stores. Um, you know, and I guess you could maybe kind of put restaurants into that category. Then there's like equipment type specialty retail stores. So that could be an outdoor store or a, uh, a camera store or a, uh, you know, maybe a computer store, an electronic store, stuff like that. Then and there's uh, retail that is kind of around fashion and uh, boutiques and uh, small florist and flower shops and things like that. So though we are talking about retail, there's all these different stores that have different advantages. Now, one advantage I want to talk about today that if your store is not catered toward this group of people, I think that you should think about implementing it into your retail store. And that is a way to drive retail traffic on a consistent basis. I believe that there are three ways that you can drive retail traffic on a consistent basis and have people come into your location on a regular basis. Those three ways are services, in-person gatherings, and finally, having something that is consumable in your retail store. Those are the three things that we are talking about today on this episode. Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, the podcast that helps you improve your family-owned retail business. My name is Steve Cook. I'm a third-generation business owner, and with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. So how can I drive a consistent amount of traffic to my retail store without having to offer uh, one-time events or uh, without having to offer a sale, a 50% off weekend, a back-to-school special, a, a, a Christmas holiday sale, a whatever it might be? How can I have this consistent traffic that I don't have to constantly be working after it and offering discounts on my products? You know, the, the advantage to a retail store is that people come into the location and they shop. And by spending a certain amount of time in a retail store, typically um, there's been multiple studies done that the longer you can keep a person in your store and the more consistently you can get people in your store, the more likelihood that you'll actually make money from that customer. Um, you see this a lot with uh, – vacation destinations types of places. Uh, when you go to these uh, kind of tchotchke places uh, that are in uh, beach towns and or ski towns and things like that that sell a bunch of random stuff, they have the desire and the want to get these people into the door because they know that a certain amount of people will stumble into something that they might want to buy. Um, that is very similar to the way that all retail stores work. You need to have a reason and a way for people to consistently come into your store. First thing that I think would drive retail traffic to your store that we have seen um, in my experience is offering some sort of service. 
So these services, though they are typically very annoying and they are very labor intensive, it takes a lot of people to provide services because you don't necessarily have a product with the service, of course. That's why it's called a service. Um, but attaching services to your retail store is something that is very important to drive a consistent amount of traffic. These services, uh, you might have some ideas in your mind already about what type of services you could offer, but to throw a few ideas out there, a lot of uh, stores that have uh, small engine repairs, uh, any type of repair, you can have equipment repair, you can have small engine repair, you can have uh, even like a vehicle repair, you can have something that ties people to your store, though um, – you know, a lot of people will have services and repairs on uh, certain things. Make sure that these services obviously uh, correlate with the products that you sell, um, whether you actually sell the parts and the pieces that go into the service or you sell things that correlate with that. Um, another thing that you could offer depending on the types of products that you are selling is some sort of consultation, um, spending a certain amount of time with someone that is interested in learning more about the services that you offer. For an example, uh, we are in the feed industry. So what a lot of people do in the feed industry is they have tons of questions around what to feed their animal or perhaps their animals has an allergic reaction of some sorts or perhaps their animal has some injury of some sort. And of course, a lot of these things would get into uh, things that would require a vet um, and we are not that. But these consultations, we could um, perhaps do them a little bit more uh, formalized and, and maybe even charge a certain amount. Uh, maybe we could have a very low uh, a low expense to that amount that we charge um, keep it very reasonable um, because we could sell the products on the back end if we recommend a supplement or a feed or whatever then obviously we would get the the effect of that um, and so consultations or some sort of education around that could also be a service and finally the other service that I was thinking of off the top of my head was a service of delivery um, obviously that doesn't um, necessarily get people into your store per se. Uh, however, these are services that keep people coming back to you and put you on a level playing field with a lot of the e-commerce type of um, businesses. So the first way that you can drive traffic to your retail store is by offering these services, uh, be it repairs, be it uh, anything like that. Um, have something that people come back to your retail store time and time again for. The second thing that would drive traffic to your retail store on a consistent basis is in-person gatherings. You know, I don't mean, um, you know, offering a big sale or, or a tent sale or a, a, a party on the front porch or anything like that. Though those can be um, something that drives traffic to your retail store, of course. Um, but in-person gatherings that can be on a consistent basis. Uh, we have recently been talking to a, a local uh club-ish type of organization that has a need to have a meeting spot once per quarter. Um, the club is directly correlated with the feed industry, uh, with the horse feed industry, uh, which we sell feed. So um, this would be something that where there is a bunch of people that would be in the business of buying feed, uh, we would love to offer a meeting spot for those people, um, whether we can clear out a small area in the store or whatever it might be, but offer 
offer uh, your business to have meetings or a meeting spot for other local organizations. Another thing that you can do to drive that traffic is to offer classes. Um, that can be classes around the products that you sell or carry. Um, so some sort of educational class about products that you sell, um, educational classes about um, kind of the the topic of things that you sell. So we sell horse feed, so it could be classes around um, how to ride your horse better, though that doesn't necessarily sell horse feed. All of the people that would come to that would be obvious um, potential customers for us. Um, you could have classes that you offer that are, are not necessarily correlated with your products um, if it is the right clientele. So uh, let me give you an example. We offered, uh, this was a one-time event that we had, but we could have it on a consistent basis, but it, we offered a, a painting night for our customers at one point where we were painting a uh, pictures of horses. Um, we put a requirement on there that you had to own a horse to come and things like that. And of course, I think there were some people that probably showed up to that, that we would never be customers of ours, but we offered a painting of horses to try to lure people in, uh, that would be potential customers of ours. So it doesn't necessarily have to be directly correlated with your product if it is the right type of foot traffic for your store. And these can be offered on a weekly basis, quarterly basis, monthly basis, or yearly basis, whatever you think would be appropriate. Uh, another in-person gathering a lot of uh, restaurants, coffee shops, places like that have is game nights and things like that where people can bring their own games. You're providing a place for them to uh, be and to hang out. And for that, you're hoping that some of those people uh, translate into sales of your product. Um, and finally, you know, in-person gatherings, having events with other businesses. What other business can I have uh, teamed up with that has a, um, a local gathering that they need once a week or once a month? I just mentioned the club that uh, we would work very well together. So uh, if you are a tractor dealer, what feed store could you team up with to have in-person events? Uh, if you are a you know hardware supplier, what electrician and plumbers or whatever it might be, clubs could you meet up with to um, correlate those two businesses together? How could we have events together uh, to drive retail traffic? So in-person gatherings is the second thing that I think could drive retail traffic. And third and final, um, I think that having something consumable or having something that people need on a consistent basis is the third hack to driving retail traffic. So what I mean by that is, in the feed industry, we have something that is consumable that people come back for time and time again. Um, that is feed. So when their dog runs out of feed, when their horse runs out of feed, they come back to pick up that feed. When they come back to pick up that feed, we try to sell them crap all along the way, all, all through the aisles as they walk up to the deal, all through the end caps, all through the displays. They walk, and we try to sell things all along the way. We try to sell them fly spray and dog treats and horse treats and um, different stuff that they might not have known they needed until they walked in. So if your store is not consumable in its nature, how could you add something consumable to that? Something that people will need on a weekly basis, monthly basis, and they'll need to come in time and time again. Um, when you think about uh, think about 
something similar to Walmart. See, Walmart started out as more like a five and dime store. Um, Sam Walton actually started out with the actually the Ben Franklin stores and uh, kind of converted his store from what was maybe just like a general trade store. So they had uh, knickknacks and and more like hardware type. You know, think of like an old town country store. Um, and they added groceries much later. But what those groceries did was that actually forced people, uh, in a sense, to come back time and time again on a weekly basis. And what happens is when they come back for those groceries, they walk through the clothing aisle. They walk through the camping aisle. They walk through all of these aisles to get to where they want to go. And so think about that as you uh, set up your stores. You want to make people walk through the stuff that they might not need. They 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 need to walk through the incidentals, if you will, the end caps, the displays to get to the stuff that they need on a consistent basis. So if you are selling, uh, maybe you're selling clothing or maybe you're selling something that people don't necessarily need on a consistent basis, what could you sell that would be that more that uh, that consistent, that time and time again product that people will need on a regular basis? Uh, this would be an extreme example, but say you're a boutique, what kind of grocery items could you sell that people need on a weekly basis to keep them coming back time and time again? Um, I've seen a lot of boutiques and clothing stores have uh, things like flower shops and florists and things like that. Um, what could you do if you had a tractor dealership that people don't necessarily need tractors, but what would that clientele need on a regular basis? Maybe a tractor dealership should introduce feed or partner with a feed store side by side. So that way that feed store could give them that regular traffic and then people would stumble around into, man, I kind of like those new uh, models of tractors or whatever it might be when they're coming back on that weekly regular basis to get their feed. Um, if you have an electronic shop, maybe you have a tool shop or a hardware store or something like that, what could you get people to come into your store on a regular basis? Maybe it's tool or electronic rental. Um, maybe you get people to come uh, time and time again, though you might not make that much money on rental. Maybe that is that consistent traffic flow that you need to get people to shop your products. So those are the three ways I believe you could drive retail traffic. Again, we do some of these things in our business, and that is number one, services, number two, in-person gatherings, and finally, having something consumable that people need time and time again. Thank you for listening to this episode.